I've never drank. I've never had alcohol. I've never done cigarettes. I've never done weed. I've never vaped. Um, I've never done coke. Um, there's a lot of things I've never done. Um, but I just want to say sometimes I, I've ta- I think I've had a couple episodes like this before, and I I want to you know kind of freshen up uh, this idea right here of the importance of making good decisions. Um, this is a story about, um, well, I have two stories here. One story is about a woman who gouged out her own eyes while she was high on meth. She has received, uh, prosthetic eyeballs. Which, by the way, I first learned uh, was a thing in the second grade because there were these uh, twins that I went to that I went to school with, and uh, one of the one of the twins had a fake eyeball, and I had no idea that was even a thing. But um, until until that time, but yeah, I learned that in the second grade. Anyway, let's talk about what happens, what can happen if you do. Meth. A woman from Anderson, South Carolina, who made international headlines after she gouged out her eyes, her eyes out during a shocking meth-induced psychotic episode in 2018, has received a pair of prosthetic eyeballs. The Sun reports that Kaylee Mudhart was 20 years old when she ripped out her own eyes, squishing them with her hands after snorting and injecting tainted methamphetamine while a horrified onlooker tried to restrain her. Mudhart believed at the time that if she plucked her eyes out, she would save the world. Yes. The drugs take your fears and beliefs and amplify them, she told People Magazine nearly a year after the terrifying incident. I thought I had to make my eyes out to survive and save the world. I thought I had to take my eyes out to survive and save the world. She was rushed to the hospital where doctors informed the young woman that she would be blind for the rest of her life. No kidding. Uh, WLTX reported that the last thing she saw was a light pole morphing into a white dove as trees curled downward and skies darkened, thinking, causing her to think the world was ending. After the stomach-churning act on February 2018, the South Carolina native, known widely as the woman who gouged out her own eyes on meth, Entered rehab and pledged to quit doing drugs for good. Let me just say this, man. If she didn't stop doing drugs after this, I don't. Know, I don't want to say some. I don't want to say that people are a lost cause or a lost case. But if you if you were to take your own eye, if you were to take out your own eyes, and you still don't stop the drugs that you're doing, no, you're 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 pretty much gone. Uh, I already read that. Last week, the now 22-year-old, who is reportedly clean and healthy these days, received her first pair of prosthetic eyes. I was so excited to get them, she said. I just wanted to appear more normal to the outside world. Mutthart, who is currently enrolled in blind school, also has a boyfriend 
who was there to witness the moment and cried when he saw her. It melted my heart. Alex George, who's 42, said, She was never any different to me. I think, I think I'm gonna stop for a second. And I think, I think, I think I'm gonna comment on that. This water is wonderful. He said, she was never any different to me, but I know she's wanted this for a very long time, and I'm so happy she has this now. I felt so much joy, love, appreciation, and thanks to God. Let me say this, man. That's not true. That she was never any different to you. Let me tell you something. Blind? No, let me say Well, I don't know how long they, this couple has been together. But let me let me let me tell you something. This this girl to go to go from not seeing to to having well she she still can't see but no eyes to eyes oh that'll make you that'll make you see someone differently even if, even if their eyes don't work you know eyeballs and no eyeballs is very different so he was probably just trying to make her feel good but you know yeah um seeing Kaylee happy makes me happy she is always an upbeat and positive person but this made her extra happy. It was incredible to look her in her eyes, George added. According to the Daily Mail, Mudhart FaceTimed her mother, Katie Tompkins, after having her new eyes fitted, who almost cried when she saw the result. She cried with happiness too, the young woman said. She is so excited for me and this next chapter in my life. She added, I said that. I feel like I'm Kaylee again. And Alex said, you've always been Kaylee to me. He cried when he saw me. Attending blind school has taught the South Carolina woman who gouged her eyes out on meth to become increasingly self-sufficient. She can now read Braille, has learned how to cook, wash her clothes, look after her pets, among other things. She will soon, she will also soon receive a guide dog to assist her in daily life and is writing a book about her ordeal. Coming off meth was awful, physically and mentally. There were hallucinations and psychosis, but I overcame it thanks to God, she added. I'm planning to go back to school to get my high school diploma and then an associate's degree. I want to get up as high as I can. I've come such a long way from two years ago. Let me let me just say this to, to Kaylee, okay? I first of all, Kaylee, I just want to say congratulations. It's not easy to be to beat an addiction. It's not easy to beat um a dependence on something. So I do want to say congratulations on beating this and I'm glad that you're in a better place and you're trying to improve yourself. You know, based off this article, you don't seem to be angry at the world. And you seem to have a good head on your shoulders and you, you know, you have, you have goals that you want to achieve. That's a good thing. It's always, it's always good to have goals in your life. No matter, no matter what age you are. Always have, always have something that you're striving for. You know, whether it's a better body or a better job or, uh, a great degree, or, you know, you want to move to a different place, you want, um, you want a certain significant other, you know, just always have a goal. That was just a side note. 
Almost one year after the woman gouged out her eyes while on meth, she opened up to people about the psychotic episode that caused her to wildly hallucinate. Mutthart had been awake for almost 48 hours, snorting and injecting a concoction of tainted meth when the incident occurred. After being taken to the hospital, she spent in, she spent weeks in the psychiatric facility, underwent surgery to ready her eye sockets for future prostheses, and completed a month-long inpatient drug treatment program. The 22-year-old considers herself a recovering addict and says finally committing to sobriety was an easy decision in the end because the drugs took something from me. And when you get burned by the fire, you learn not to go back. Her mother told the publication of her daughter's survival. She has been given a second chance. Mentally and physically, Kaylee has come so far. We take one day at a time, but each of her days gets better. Her thoughts are very goal-oriented, and now she completely understands her path. Part of that path is to help people with her story. And survive she has. But her journey has been arduous. It has been a year of tuning out the haters and taming the self-recrimination. Uh, learning to maneuver in world of in a world of darkness. Rewriting her goals and figuring out who she can trust in her new life. Sometimes in life, uh, you some decisions are more costly than others. For example, if I wake up tomorrow and I choose to have cereal or waffles, it's not going to be that big of a decision, really. It's not It's not really going to matter too much at all. If I decide, you know what, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to return to school this semester. That will affect me. And that could, you know, that that's a bigger decision than what I'm going to have to eat for breakfast tomorrow morning. There are some decisions where it's like, you know, running for president. That changes your life immensely, and you'll almost always be in the public spotlight for a good time, for a good portion of your life after that. Some decisions are more weighty than others. Kaylee um, took her own eyes out. That shows you how crazy meth is. Now, again, I've never done meth. I have no interest in ever doing it. Because, see, here's my thing. I'm not a person who likes giving up control. I've, I've been through addiction. I know what it's like. And now, I've never been addicted to a substance, but I, I, I know what addiction is like, and I, I, I understand how it feels to not feel like you're in the past, to not feel like you're in the driver's seat of your life, and to feel like someone else has the joystick. It doesn't feel good at all. But when it comes to substances, putting something in your body is super, super dangerous. Here are here are the short term. I'm just I'm just I'm just going to go over some of the short term effects and long term effects of meth. Um, this is from DrugFreeWorld.com. Short term effects include loss of appetite, increased heart rate, blood pressure, body temperature, 
dilation of pupils, disturbed sleep patterns, nausea, bizarre, erratic, sometimes violent behavior, hallucinations, hyper-excitability, irritability, panic and psychosis, convulsions, seizures, and death from high doses, permanent damage, uh, and then here's the long-term effects uh, column. Permanent damage to blood vessels of heart and brain, blood pressure leading to heart attacks, strokes, and death, liver, kidney, and uh, lung damage, destruction of tissues in nose if sniffed, respiratory uh, problems if you smoke it, infectious diseases and abscesses if infected, if injected, malnutrition, weight loss, severe tooth decay, disorientation, apathy, Confused exhaustion, strong psychological dependence, psychosis, depression, damage to the brain similar to Alzheimer's disease, stroke, and epilepsy. It's pretty doggone terrifying. I don't know if you've ever seen people who have done meth. Like sometimes you'll see them on the news. They will look totally crazy. I mean, they will look like they have been through hell. They've been they've been jagged they've been dragged through the deepest darkest pits of hell. I'm telling you, go look up look up meth before and after pictures. That will tell you a lot of what you already of what you already need to know. But you have to understand, certain decisions are very costly. Never be pressured into doing something that you don't want to do. Don't, and I, I'm, I'm kind of gearing this episode towards my younger, the younger part of my audience, because when you're younger, you're more, you're easier to influence. Do not bow to peer pressure. Do not, you know, because some of, some of my listeners, some of you guys are in middle school. And, you know, this year's gonna be different. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll share the story. I won't get too personal. But one of my listeners is, uh, is a, she's a girl and she's a girl. That's redundant. But she has, um, she has some friends who want her to try weed. All her friends have. She hasn't. And they pressure her to do it. And she reached out to me. And she's 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 actually one of my newer listeners. And she said, I don't know what to do. She's like, well, she's like, I know what I know what to do. I know it's bad and I know I shouldn't do it. But I want to be accepted by my friends. I don't want them to think that I'm weird and I want to fit in. These are my friends that I've known forever. So, she's like, well, what should I do? And I said, look. Peer pressure, it's, I can, peer pressure never really bothered me. I'm just, I'm just going to be real. It just, it, that just never really bothered me. I was never affected by it that much. But I was like, I do understand that it is a strong influence. And I do understand that it's a strong force. But you have to understand 
your friends. Here's the thing. Your friends. Here's how you know who your friend is. I told her, I said, your friends want the best for you. That's how you know who cares about you. They tell you what you need to hear. They can tell you good news. You can tell them good news and they celebrate with you. And I said, you can tell them bad news and they will try to help you. That's Those are your friends. And I said, I said, look, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings or anything. But I said, these people may not be your friends. Now, this is coming from someone who doesn't do weed and has never done weed. Weed, to me, just... If I'm around it long enough, I become I become nauseous. I, that's why I'll never do it. But I said, look, there are, there are way worse drugs than weed. But I do want to say this. You never want to get to a place where you could open the door to something that could end up being really bad. There are some people who have a dependence on weed. And I, and I was like, that may not be you. But I was like, what you don't want, you don't want to get a certain feeling. You don't, you don't want to get a certain high, um, from weed. And then it's like, okay, I just want to chase that feeling again. I like, I, nothing, like nothing else can give, gives me that high. So I need to do it again. I said, you never, I said, do not give up control of your life to any other person or any substance. I was like, the only person that you should submit to is God. That's it. And so I said, I said, it might be time to find some new friends. Cause she told me, she's like, look, I've told them before that I don't want to do it. But they keep pressuring me. And I said, and I, I, and if you're listening, I I don't want, I don't want to say your name. Um, cause I, you know, I don't want you to possibly, it, this is possibly traced back to you, but don't do it. Don't come out and do something that you'll regret. Let me tell you something. When you stand up for what you believe, it's you, you gain people's respect. You may be right, you may be wrong. But if you if you stand for what you believe in and you're you have you have that deep strong conviction within yourself. That's good. And and people will respect that. People may not like you, but they will respect you. I've had people <clears throat> in my life um let me know like, "Hey, you know, I've had, I've had people who didn't even like me. They like, look, I don't really like you, but I respect the hell out of you because you're different. And a lot of things you, a lot of things you say, I don't like. I, I think you're wrong in these areas, but you hold fast to your beliefs. And they said, I respect that man. So I just, I just want to say this to you, you know, don't give in to peer pressure. And I'm not saying this woman gave in to peer pressure. I don't know the, her whole story. 
but certain decisions can cost you. I was, I went to a church and the pastor had two sons. One son was fully mentally there. His other son used to be fully mentally there. His son tried, I can't think of what drug it was, but he tried, it was a gateway drug. He tried it one time. He lost his mind. He stopped talking. You, he, he's now cockeyed. He's gone. I mean, just, I mean, mentally he's gone. I'm not saying that'll happen to you, but I'm saying it can happen. But what you need to do, you need to stand up to what you, you need to stand for what you believe in. And if your friends, if your friends can't respect the fact that you don't do certain things, you need to find, you need to find new friends. You need to find a new group to hang out with. Make this time a transition period in your life where you find a new group. You want, you need a strong support system. Cause you're, you know, middle school, this, this is true through any part of life, but especially when you're going through puberty, you need a strong support system. You need help. You need, you know, you need great teachers. You need great friends. You need parents. You need, cause you're, you're, you're going through puberty and puberty is a hard time. Cause you're, you, you know, things are changing. Your hormones are changing and, it's just crazy. It's a crazy time, man. But you need that strong support system. Don't give in to what your friends are doing. Now, let me say this. Those of you who do smoke weed, those of you who do drink, this isn't, I'm, I'm not shaming you at all. I'm not doing that at all. I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you my story. I, I've, 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 I, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't vape. I, I just don't do any of that. Never had wine. I'm just, I'm just not interested. I don't need it. I've never even had coffee. So, that's, that's what I'm saying. So, stand for what you believe in. I know, I, I know I kind of meandered this episode. But just remember, some decisions in life can change you forever. Some decisions are big steps. But someone's like, you know what? It's just not a good idea. So, that's really all I wanted to say. Um, but be, be strong in your convictions. Don't just, don't just bow to social pressures. Don't bend the knee to the newest fad or the newest phase. Stand, stand firm and you will gain the respect of others. Don't be a sheep. I've had people, you know, I've had people who listen to my, my podcast, never met them. And they've told me, you know, I don't really like what you say. You're offensive. You're mean. You're rude. I've been called, I've been called a whole bunch of names, racist. Sexist, homophobic, transphobic, misogynistic, 
I've been, you know, Uncle Tom. I've been, I've been called, you know, everything in the book, man. But this, but one common thing I found is like, look, man. At least you're consistent. They said if I ever saw you in person, I, you know, I. And the guys were kind of joking, but at least I think they were kind of joking. But they were like, you know, if I ever saw you in person, I was like, they'd be like, you know, we'd I'd have to fight you. But they said, man, I respect the hell out of you. You're consistent. I don't like what you say, but you try your best to be consistent. You don't like double standards, and I respect that you try to bring those down. But you stand firm in what you believe in. And that's why I listen to you. This isn't to toot my own horn, but this is just to say, there will be people who come who come in your life, and they will not like you. Let me say this. Regardless of what you do, there will be people who like you, there will be, there will be people who dislike you, and there will be people who don't even care about you or even know you exist. But regardless of what you do, do what's right. And don't ever compromise your